Okay. Am I coming in clear? I'm gonna have to sit diagonal. Can you see? I can. I don't need to see. I just oh. need to make sure that I can pick up what's going on. Okay, that thing's. Out. This is the all anal, all anal, all anal, all anal podcast with your host Sebastian Star. Sebastian Star with your host Sebastian Star. Hello and welcome to another episode of the All Anal Podcast. I'm your host Sebastian Star, and today I am featured with my mother. What do you want to go by today? Tracy. Tracy. And we are going to be talking about our experience at the... No, wait a minute. You can't call me Tracy. You got to call me Mama. Okay. I'm not going to call you Tracy. Oh, okay. And we're going to be talking about our experience at the Erica Badu concert that we both attended this past Saturday. It was our first time ever seeing her live in concert performance, and it was a very big deal. Just a little bit of background. I can recall being in, like, elementary school... And the first real album that I can remember really listening to was her live album. And I fell in love with every single song that played. And it was on, like, constant rotation. Now, I'm under the impression as a child, this is your music. So, you know, this artist probably doesn't even make music anymore. She's probably not even relevant still. You know, I'm under the impression that whatever music your parents listen to is, like, old school stuff that just, like, retired with the years. But... It wasn't until I got a bit older that I realized that Erica Badu still very much like makes music currently, and I just never seen her as that type of artist. It was it was a great experience. I mean, do you have any memorable moments from the show that you want to speak on just before we even get started with anything specific? When she first came on, it was like she takes you to another world. I yeah. Mean, what was the name of the what was the name of the concert? It was live from Badubatron. Badubatron is what yes. she called it. And we were on Badubatron. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I thought this to myself. It really did feel like being, you know, teleported to another dimension or a universe or a planet. And I often think to myself, because whenever you're a really big fan of a musician or an artist, you often wonder, do they know, like, how big they actually are? Do you think that they ever step back and think, wow, I'm so influential to such a great number of people and they all see me as a certain way. But the reality is I'm just a person like you. I'm just a regular human being. Like, do they think that? And even the way that she came out, she knows how big she actually is. Like, she knows that she's a big deal. So for the audience listening, the description of her initial outfit, when she stepped out, you got that humongous, like, golden top hat, that she's known for wearing. Her robe was like gold studded and yeah. like fish scale and everything. All the spotlights were hitting her all at once. And she was just like glowing. Like literally, I just came off the spaceship and I'm here now. Like that's the experience. And I also feel like everything that was done in the show was intentional. Yeah. From start to finish. And I described the experience as watching an artist or a painter or a sculptor create a masterpiece from start to finish. Like, she was in control of the entire show. She directed every sound, every movement, everything that we saw and we experienced. She was in 100% control of it. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Loved it. Everything about it. It was was another world experience, for sure. Do you have a favorite moment from the show, specifically? When she first came on singing, just a simple word, hello. Oh, yeah. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Erica Badu can... Thing it's a n g. Yeah, I mean, that absolutely. Blew my, I'm like, this lady just saying hello. Yeah. That's all she's doing. Now, hello. I was hello. talking to you about it afterwards. 
the majority of the songs that she performed were from her mixtape that I was telling you about when we were leaving. Yeah. It was based off of the song Hotline Bling by Drake, which, you know, blew up in like 2016, 2017. And she made an entire mixtape off of it. I meant to send you that yeah, link to the mixtape. All of the songs, most of the songs that she performed were from that mixtape. But then, of course, she did the classics. Yeah. I completely lost it when On and On and Other Side of the Game and Next Lifetime were performed. Because those are like my top three yeah, favorite. Other Side of the Game, she killed it. I love that. OMG. I love that. She did that for a while. And then the visual effects for Other Side of the Game, it was that laser beam in the triangle shape. And when she walked through it, it looked like she yeah. was, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm just like, it, it yeah. It and it was just and like, like yeah. that's creative genius. Like this is like real creative genius that we're witnessing yeah. that I don't think I've ever experienced before going to any kind yeah. of show. Yeah. Cause I'm used to like visual effects and, you know, freestyling the way that she usually does. And then she does her little intermissions, her little monologues, but it's the, it's everything else that plays a role that I can really appreciate. And I just never experienced anything like that before. Me like either. It, I've been to plenty of concerts, but yeah, she is one in a million. Do you have any other, like, thought? Because the only thing that I think that really bothered me the most, that this is the one problem that I had. The mm. show itself was great. It was the audience. And I'm convinced that she will probably never come to Nashville again. Because wow. I, I realized... She feeds off of the energy of oh, the audience. Yeah. Yeah, she she needs yeah. people to be excited for her so that she can give you what you came to see. And I don't know if it was just me, but if the audience was as half as excited as we were, it wouldn't have been a question. Because she made us wait for a while. Yeah, it was like, yeah, for real, like 30 good minutes. Like we, we had to wait for a very long time for her to come out on stage and then, I don't know if you heard this, but those people behind us that were, like, complaining that she was taking too long and it was lasting too long. And it was like, I could just hear them talking. And she was like, bro, if you got something else to do, then you Bye. can leave. So, exactly. Because you killing the whole vibe. And then, <laughs> it was that guy in front of I us. Know. Stand it up. You're too big to be up there. I'm he was like six. I'm a good five-five on a good day. You're about the same height as me. He's a solid six-three. Standing not right in front of us, but like diagonal. Yeah, and it was just so time. hard to see. Because the people right in front of me, I could see just right over them. them. But then yeah. that guy was just like a... T- and it's just like, bro, I can't see anything on the right side of the and stage. He down. Now, one thing I will appreciate was, I guess you can call it an encore. Because you, you said it yourself. They might have got it technically scheduled out till about 12 o'clock. And that's when the show ended. Yeah. It was a very, very long show, and that quote-unquote encore, she did another maybe three or four song yeah, snippets like, yeah, within yeah. that time frame. And by that time, the, the women who were on the side of me, they all had moved out, so our road was clear. Yeah. Most of the people were in the walkway, so that was a bit easier to see the stage at that point. Um, you have a memorable moment throughout the show, something that you will just like, is like burn into your cerebellum that you're never going to forget, I think. I mean, I enjoyed everything about Erica Badu, even Goody Mob. Not a fan. Don't know their music. I don't know Goody Mob. Never at all. really heard. Of I have time. no idea. They did. They were. They wonderful. did a good job. I just don't know. I don't either. But I'm seeing everybody was into it. A lot of people Amy was singing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know the lyrics, but I enjoyed the music. Yeah. So I, it was insane. The the last song that they performed, which I think they said it was new. I, I appreciate. Yeah, it. I like. Now that one I did like, and it. it was new. Yeah. But I, as far as knowing like who they are, I don't. I don't 
I don't know. It's probably sad to say, but I don't. I mean, I mean, everybody knows CeeLo Green, but <laughs> yeah, and that's about it. But apparently, they're associated with other famous like Southern rap groups. They kind of like distribute through. And one thing that I'm not gonna say it bothered me about Goody Mob's performance, oh. but they used a lot of samples from other songs. Like every other song that they performed was a song that was used prior, either before or after. And I don't know if they were the originators of it and the songs that I'm used to hearing were the I don't know, but it was just a lot and that kind of bothered me. I but couldn't tell you because I don't know. I think some of my favorite moments from the show were, you know, the things that you expect to hear. Right. So it was the sisters, how y'all feel, and the yeah. brothers, y'all right. I got that on yeah. video. I got the keep in mind that I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. I got um, the intro to On and On, which I love the intro to On and On. And I didn't know that Baduism was recorded and published in the 90s. And she said that that was a dedication to 90s babies because right. her child was born in that mm-hmm. year that she released. I, I didn't know that. And that's actually low-key one of my favorite projects. It got a lot of my favorite songs on it. And she did a a decent number of songs from uh, Baduism. And I just feel like... And I think one of the things that I I specifically love about Erica Badu is how nonchalant and unapologetic she she is. is. Like, she doesn't care. What did she say, Freddie? Only one rule. Mind your business. Yes, baby. (laughs) Only one rule. Mind your business. And she said, She said, because you don't know what's best for me and I don't know what's best for you. Hey, anything else don't matter. And I love that. I love that. To each his own. And and I, I. appreciate that type of you know confidence because so many people people she knows that people think that she's weird right she knows that people think that she's crazy she knows that people think that she's you know abnormal alternative you know like unscripted and she doesn't care like I love that and I think seeing that hearing that like witnessing that total and that's just how she is she's not doing it I don't believe it's a facade. I don't believe it's an act. She's not putting on a character. Right. Erica Badu is not a character, and then she's someone else when she gets home. That's how she is all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And, I then, and then I feel like the audience that was there, I was, like I was saying to you, they kind of fit into the same type of aesthetic, which the audience, the people there were, were completely jerked out, in my opinion. <laughs> but but um, it was the show that we came to see. We weren't yeah. there for all the people. And me personally, I wasn't a fan of how crowded everything was. But I mean, it's a it's a show after the pandemic. You're gonna expect a big turnout, especially for somebody like her. And I mean you gotta you gotta make do it what you got. But I'd if it was like a smaller venue with just like yeah. a select few that would have been perfect, but it was just way too many. The crowd that was there when we first got there, right at eight, mm-hmm. it would have been like an intimate session with Erica Badu. Yeah, that would have been Badu perfect. up there, me and you, nobody to the left, nobody to the immediate right. Mm-hmm. Then three seats down, two more people, then immediate left, right, nobody. Then you know, I think, that would have been an intimate session. I would have absolutely loved. Yeah, nobody would have been standing up. It would have been that would have made the night perfect. It was just yeah. I wasn't a fan of just how many people, it which I should have expected it to be that many people. But I also was just like, ain't nobody gonna come out to see. Cause I didn't think people cared that much. Yeah, and maybe that's just me, but I just didn't think people cared that much. Yeah. Erica Badu is the one. And it was just, it was like I said, it was an otherworldly experience. I I feel like 
I feel like it couldn't have gone any better if the seating was probably more yeah. controlled. But I also feel like, like I said, she needs that amount of people to kind of get. And it was this weird, like, I don't want to say ritualistic because I don't want people to think that it was some kind of weird, freaky deaky stuff going on. But it, it, like I said, everything that she did was very intentional. There was no accidents. There was nothing, you know, oh, this just happened to be. No, everything that was done was intentional. Like how she had that little cup on her beat machine, yeah. which I love the beat, beat machine. machine. I know. I love she the loves beat machine. She turned around and said a word, boop. I thought, get up, Erica. Yeah. I love the beat machines. And I love that they, you know, I love that she was able to do that. She could really just do whatever she wanted. But, you know, she had that little picture on stage with her that had the green tea in it. Now, what amazes me most about her vocal skills is how mm, mm, mm. she can just belt these ballads for for an eternity, right? And keep going. Like she she doesn't have to stop. And my thing is like, eventually, if any normal person would get tired, any normal person would be like, "Oh, I need to take a break." She can keep going. Yeah, that's what amazed me. And I it, said, "Listen, golly, it don't make sense, right?" Like it's it's, and and I'm just convinced that she's not like. A normal person. <laughs> she's not a human being. Like she's not like a cyborg or a robot, but she's definitely from another galaxy, like mm-hmm. another universe. Because what she's capable of doing is not possible by just a regular, regular person. And the the, uh, the voice was like two minutes. I think she was singing from British. She just went up real high. Oh man! And what was it? There. What was it? It was toward the end. It was toward the end. What was it? I said I, I can't thought remember. I, 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 was I I remember that. Oh God! What song was it? It was right toward the very end of. And I was just waiting and for her to keep. Said, and she, she just kept, kept going. going. And it's like listen to this. Like, and it, it was sounding good from it, beginning to end. It was perfect. It, it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. I got a couple of videos on my phone. I got a lot of really good pictures. Gosh, what was that? I don't know, I don't but know. it was great. It was right absolutely great. And you thought she was going to stop, and it was like, and she no. just kept going. She kept going, she kept going higher like, and I'm higher and finished. higher. I'm not finished. And I don't think she wanted to stop either. I didn't want yeah, to stop. Yeah, we, we continued on with the encore. You know, he, the, the people kept coming out trying to get everybody to keep that energy up. And I don't think she wanted to stop. I didn't want her to. It was like, I am being selfish. I'm being greedy. <laughs> this is not right. But I want to stay on stage till she sings every song every she single ever created. Song. And it, but we was already there for four hours, which oh. Goody Mob took up a good hour of that time, they, if not a strong 45 minutes. They, yeah, they may have been. And then those two intermissions were like maybe 15, 20 minutes a piece, which was cool. You know, you got a chance to go to the bathroom, get a drink, get something to eat, whatever. I'm not complaining about the intermissions, but they were on stage for a while. I did love uh, CeeLo Green's um, Redbone. When he came back out and then she called for the No, 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 no. This was, when, this was when he was like on, not on stage by himself, but you know the song Redbone by Childish Gambino? It was I guess, that. I don't know. I don't okay. Know. Well, <laughs> I'll show you the video here in a second. I, I, you know what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I know you know what I'm talking about. But no, when she brought them back out, I thought that was real cool. Because it's like, we're keeping it all yeah. in the family. We're all together. We've all known each other for years. And these are my people. You know, I couldn't do this without them. And it was just like, that's authentic. Yeah. That's real. That's genuine. Like, people don't behave like this. And when you're at a certain level of popularity, like she is, you expect them to be like self-centered, narcissistic, 
you know, selfish, rude, bitter. No. She's genuine. She is extremely, extremely genuine, and I really do. Like, I feel like when she steps on stage, that this this is how, this is who she is. If you go to her house, this is who she is. If you catch her on an off day, that's how she is. Like, she doesn't have to play for anybody. Right. And and I don't know if that's just a me thing or if other people see that and they can appreciate that as well, but it well, was... She take me as I am. Yeah. And this is what, what I'm giving. Yeah. If you want it, it is. If you don't, again, mind oh, yeah. your business. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I think I love that. I loved all the intermissions or all the dialogues. And I think one of the things that Reggie was telling me about was like he loves just hearing her speak. Because what she says is so valid and important. And she says so much by saying so little. Right. And, and I, again, I can appreciate that. And I just, I don't know. I, I talk a, a lot about, you know, a bunch of other of my favorite artists on this podcast. But I really don't talk about her enough. And she's so valid. And it meant so much. And I'm glad that we was able to go. So thank you again for getting those car sticks. That was, that was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. It kind of made me think of when we went to Memphis a couple years ago. I know. Because that would have been cool. But I didn't. I had no idea. I knew she was big, but I didn't think that she was that out. Yeah. And it's like, we are an outside venue. How do you sell out you an don't. outside venue? You don't. You don't. And so I don't even know how that happened. The whole thing in Memphis was just... Crazy. It is what it is, but I don't, I don't, I don't know how that because that would have been cool. Because like you said, it was an outside venue. It would have been a lot more people. We would be able to spread out more. We could have moved around a little bit. Right. So I don't know what happened in Memphis, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm glad that we got to see her here yeah. though. And she's like I said, she's probably never going to come back to Nashville again, just because the people weren't. I feel like as excited as they had, she thought they should have been. And that's just my opinion, though. I mean, I could be wrong. She may do another little tour and come through. She definitely could have shown at the Bridgestone, though. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. She could have definitely. So, But I also feel like, and this is just from like a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. The smaller the arena is, the cheaper the concert tickets right. are going to be. So the Bridgestone tickets would have been, you know, out of this like, world. Um, like uh, $200, Rob. Two hundred dollars piece. Somebody um, Charlie Wilson to be here in the New Year. That well, ticket started one fifty nine. So you know, Miss Badu would have expected more. Okay, but off topic is that because that's a New Year's Eve show, or because no, it's, it's Charlie Wilson? January fourteenth. Oh, okay. So, well, never mind. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> eight. Well, it's like eight or nine different artists. So okay. Why. Is that yeah. that? You told me. R and B would rewind. There, there it is. Okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But I think you could have. Got she definitely could have got the bridge stone. She definitely could have got the bridge stone if she wanted yeah. to. But I do appreciate it being at the municipal because it was a much smaller venue and it would have been even more. I don't think I would have gotten as good of pictures as I've gotten if we were at the bridge stone because we would have got the yeah. seats on the side, which were still pretty good seats regardless, yeah. but they just wouldn't have been because I was like real. Right. She was like right in front of me. Right. And if you wouldn't have said, hey, are you taking pictures? I wouldn't have took none and yeah, I wouldn't have got in. I think that was what she wanted, but she kept on. Yeah, she said, definitely wanted y'all you to remember take a picture like this, and she and she posed and she was there for thirty seconds. Yeah, she for long and then she went over to the right what side of the mile. stage, and then she came over to the left side of the stage where we were, and she was just posing. For, that's that was again. It was intentional. Everything she does was with intent. Nothing was an accident. And I got some great photos. <laughs> I got some we great pictures. I really, really did. And this is something that I was thinking about because after the concert, of course, I had to go back and listen to her entire discography because I'm crazy like that. 
I was listening to Mama's Gun, which she did when she did on and on. She broke it in half and did and on, which is on Mama's Gun. I know I'm using the word on a lot. So it's two separate songs. Mm -hmm. But I was just thinking like how much she's changed physically from Mama's Gun all the way up until now. And it kind of blows me. Like, you know how some people on the internet have like their wild and crazy conspiracy theories about artists changing over the course of a decade, right. which no one is the same person that they were 10 years prior. Mm -hmm. And more likely than not, you're not going to look the same way you did 10 years prior. But it was such a dramatic, like, change. But then you also have to keep in mind, like, she's had three children at this point. She's, I don't know how old she is. How old is she? She's like in her, she's like, I want to say she's like in her... Early 40s, maybe? Yeah, something know. something around there. She but she does, but it's just like, because I was thinking about the Love of My Life music video and then thinking about seeing her on stage. It's like a completely different person. Now, in the same time frame that Mama's Gun was released and now, I felt like her mindset was a little bit different. I feel like she's evolved more now versus when she I guess you could say when she first came out she had that mentality of getting as quick getting on top as quick as she can now that she's already there she has nothing left to prove she has nothing left to hide she can just do whatever she wants and I think that's what she's doing and she's enjoying herself oh, yeah. so that's kind of where I ended up on that you know conclusion of just those parallels of those being two different people but I mean regardless she's she, she She's a, she's a miracle worker yeah, for she's sure. She's amazing, honey. She's worth the whatever it costs to see her. She's worth it, and Absolutely. I will go see her again. Oh no hesitation! I, I wish no. I could throw my two cents in and say, "Can I get like an hour forty five minutes this time?" Yeah, yeah I, I mean, but she minutes. did she did a decent amount of time, and like I said, the girl who was next to me was begging and screaming for her to uh, perform Tyrone. That was the one of the last songs that she did from that station. Everybody should have known it was gonna be last. Which yeah, because that's like she had to say Tyrone, and she had to because so. if if you don't know nothing else, you know Tyrone. If you don't know nothing Everybody. else. Know that song, so that has to be. But I'm so. Were there any songs that you heard that you were glad that you heard? Because well, there was. Uh, on the rim shot. I didn't. I was waiting for. I she was waiting. No, she did. She sung. <laughs> Wait a minute, Freddie. But when she first came on after she sung "Hello," what did she sing? I. She I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh. I'm thinking. I got the. I got it. I got, it. I got the. Tree. No, apple tree was toward the middle, toward the end. She. She did. I got the. I got the video, but she didn't do. She didn't do it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the boom and the clap. I was. Which. That's okay. That's fine. I because, because she did, like I said, she did my top three. She did on and on. She did other side of the game. She did next lifetime. I almost started crying when I heard next lifetime. Because that's my favorite. That is my favorite song. She didn't have Shep or nothing. She did window seat, which I love yeah. window seat. Honey, I didn't even know. Yeah, she did a nice honey, little snippet it. of honey, which I appreciate that too. I love honey, but it wasn't, it was just a little quick intermission. Right, but it was, enough, but yeah. It was, yeah, it was enough. It, it was, it appeased me. I was waiting for Rin Shop. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Man, we got to go over there. I know she's from. Mom. <laughs> she didn't do nothing with that Rin Shop. No. She did one song that I didn't recognize, but I really, really liked it. And that's probably what you're thinking about. What? I got the videos. I got the videos. I'm a, 
there was only two or three songs that I didn't get. Honey was one. Uh darn she did a song with goody mob that i was i yeah, said like that, that was the first time i sat down the entire time she was performing because my feet my toes were starting to fall asleep. i, I was standing up for an hour and i couldn't move so i sat down when goody mob came back out because i just needed to rest my feet for a second and then i was right back up when they were finished so i could take pictures Gosh, I, I can't. Because the thing about it is everything changed so quickly. Yeah. Like, she'll go into one song and then immediately cut to another. But it was all right, though. It wasn't like I was feeling short-changed. Yeah, like, yeah. She did it enough for me to enjoy it. I was ready for another. And again, it was like she was directing the entire show. She's telling the audio people to cut certain things, to turn people's microphones up. She's telling the drummers and the guitarists when to come in and come out. She's letting the background singers, you know, do their thing for me. She had complete and total control. So everything she did, she knew exactly what she was doing. And again, I didn't feel, like you said, I didn't feel shortchanged. Like, I was missing out on anything. And there were, there were maybe one or two songs that I didn't, I haven't heard before. Because I haven't heard everything about her. But I knew enough to know... What to expect? So, but no, I don't think she didn't perform Rim Shot because I was waiting on that one. You would have remembered. I feel like you would have heard. It would have been very distinctive because Apple Tree was one of those that I didn't think she was going to perform. I that did was, not maybe think. I, maybe Apple Tree is what I was thinking about. Before. Apple Tree was, that was after she said hello, right? No, oh my God. Apple <laughs> Tree. Okay, so there was a part in the show where she was like, "Where are all my '80s babies at? Where are my '70s babies at? Right, where right, right. that after that." That's when she performed. I got the video. I can show you. Oh, okay. After that is when she performed Apple Tree. Because she was like, let's go back to Baduism, 1997. Okay. Apple Tree is on Baduism, which is like, I didn't think she was going to perform that. Because I feel like no one knows. Because it's a sample of On and On. And it's like, you might as well listen to On and On if you go listen to Apple Tree. But well, I guess if everybody listens to that Baduism live, then they know. Like me. Yeah, then you know. I even know. Like, you can give me 33 seconds snippet. I'm you gonna know what it is, yeah. So, so and even the the live album didn't have like everything that was on Baduism because Tyrone is not on Baduism, and the only reason why people know Tyrone is because of that live, live album. Mm-hmm. That's the only chance you get to hear it, and that's the only version. What is a recorded version? But it's not as good. But that's the only time people will recognize it, and that's when everything else kind of falls into play. And I was hoping she was gonna open with Rim Shot. <laughs> Didn't she open? I gotta play you that other album too. Yeah, you play all of the all the other stuff, like the video about the bees. Yeah, that's that's in there. No, <laughs> no, but when she, cause you like when she first started talking about the bees. That's on. Um, I was listening to that the other day on my phone because you know I had a book, a Erica Badu book. I went to to the meeting Sunday. Uh huh. All I had on was everybody said, "Did you go to a concert? You enjoy?" Uh, I'm still listening. What, to what do you think? Of course, I, I went to work the next day talking about it. I right. was excited. I was telling everybody. I, I, I'm gonna send you the link. So the, the thing, what the, 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 so the mixtape is called, but you can't use my phone. That's what the mixtape okay. is called. Okay. That little snippet right before she came out about the bees is in that mixtape, and it introduces the song that she started, that she opened up with. So that here I am, Miss Badu, not Big Sean. That. I don't know what it's called. I got the I got it. I'm gonna let you listen to it. Or I'm gonna send you a link so you can listen to it. And then I'm gonna show you the videos that I got because I can't think of what none of these songs are called. And they're all out of order. They're all scrambled. They're not in any particular order on my phone. They're just there. 
And yeah, you, I can send them to you if you want me to. Yeah, but I was listening to it the other day, and I had the whole album, so I know about the beef of. So well, you okay? So whatever, whatever that album was that she was talking about the bees. That's that's what I'm talking about, and that's where all of, well, most of what she was performing. That hello, that's on there. What else? Gosh, I can't think. I'm trying to think because everything was so all over the place. I can't think of anything else. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we close up? No. Any last minute thoughts or? feelings about this wonderful show that we both got to experience together. No, I was just in Georgia Comp, but I'm glad we went together. Oh, I'm definitely glad that we went together. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So you know what it is. I told you, I was to this Okay, so real quick, where is it at? That right there. I can't pronounce that, but that's the uh, song. Dollar Freak? Is that how you say it? Yeah, I, I was, I wasn't, I just say Dial of Funk or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you for coming in to talk to me about this. I appreciate it. And until next time, I will speak to you all later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the All Anal, All Anal, All Anal podcast with your host, Sebastian Starr.